Hello and welcome to episode 171 of the Tech Reformation, where the world of technology meets the worldview of Christianity. This week it's Joe, Tank, and myself. And just before you start listening, I want to apologize for the audio quality. You can blame the technology known as Bluetooth. And if you want to know more on why Bluetooth ruined the recording, you can check out the episode discussion channel on Slack. Let's get started, though. We'll begin today by talking about our first segment, which is what we are going to start with now. It is true. It's, it's the thing with which we will be starting. That's uh, purred happily. Have you heard? Heard it with bird. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we're going to be talking today about digital tracking, specifically um, advertising in stores that uh, kind of tracks you and tailors the advertising to the consumer who is standing in front there. We have a couple of articles that uh, uh, address this and also a, uh, a YouTube video. We'll throw links in the show notes for those. Um, but that's going to be today's subject. So um, the, the first article that we referred to here came out of Slate magazine, and it says now even the freezer aisle is tracking you. And basically, uh, that's the, just cold. I'm sorry. Straight cold. Straight cold. Um, the uh, basically Walgreens is running a trial where they're uh, replacing freezer doors that were glass with uh, uh, LCD panels that display the contents of what's in there, but in more of an advertiser way. It'll gray out certain items if those items uh, are uh, not. Um, you know, if, you've, if they're out of stock, it'll show them, but they'll be grayed out. Um, it'll show the quantity of those things. And uh, the interesting part of this is that it uh, also the the technology is there for it to actually look at the person who is standing in front of uh, the the freezer aisle or the refrigerator aisle there and uh, do some evaluations on that person, both where their eyes are looking. And uh, even some uh, uh, demographic for data. It? Yeah, basically, kind of look at oh, this is a male. This is a you know approximately this height. Whoa, this whoa, weight. whoa! There, yeah. freezer. Did you just assume my gender? <laughs> That's right. It certainly did. Um, anyway, the uh, and again, that was cold. Uh, <laughs> see, it's all about um, beating the joke to death with a club. No. <laughs> No, no, no. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, timing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <clears throat> you almost killed my joke, man. <laughs> First time ever. Um, so anyway, the, uh, that, that, I think that's kind of the, where we wanted to talk today, kind of talk about some of those sorts of things and then how advertising is actually getting more and more focused. It's, you know, it, Something that we're all familiar with is you. Uh, I, I think uh, I think somebody I uh, saw a meme at one point where the, somebody said that my uh, for some reason Amazon thinks that my recent purchase of a humidifier, humidifier is just the beginning of a hobby of collecting humidifiers. <laughs> you'll see I, ads for these everywhere. I never understood that about Amazon, yeah. where you buy a thing and it's like now you want more of this thing, right? Like no. <laughs> No, I found the thing. I, I bought the thing. I didn't return it. 
Why are how we many discussing people, this? How, do you have data on this? How many people buy three more humidifiers after the first? <laughs> They're like, you'd be shocked. <laughs> it's a gateway device. If I device. buy one more, will you stop? <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a buyer's remorse. They're trying to get them. And maybe they do it within a, like a return window. It's like, you could have bought me instead. There was, uh, if you mm. guys have seen the movie, um, uh, I believe, oh, it's the Minority Report uh, with uh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. There's a scene there where he's actually <laughs> switched we... <laughs> his eyes out and they do, uh, they it's, do. It's Tom Cruise, uh, right? Close enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're the same guy, right? <laughs> Yes, you're right. 100% Tom Cruise. Well, what's funny is I said Tom Hanks is a joke, but as the words came out of my mouth, I heard you say them, and I was like, wait, am I wrong? (laughs) Anyway, you were saying... Laugh is like a box of eyeballs. Um, (laughs) Title. Anyhow, he, uh, he switches out. You know, he gets his eyes replaced for retina scans. That's how you have to change your identity in this dystopian future. And um, he's going along somewhere. Someone's chasing him, and he's, like, being chased through this mall. And it, the advertisements are like, hey, this person's name, whoever's eyes he got, like, you look like you could use a Guinness. You know, and it's <laughs> like all these advertisements are happening for him. It's like, yeah, you know, Interesting. being chased through a mall. Anyway, that's kind of the... Um, what we kind of we kind of would laugh at that 10 12 years ago when that movie came out or longer who knows uh and yet today that's happening where we're mm. you know you can go down at least in new york city you can go to a walgreens and see that yeah so it seems like well i i should update you guys this is a little bit of follow-up uh midway into the topic but i have switched my browsers to DuckDuckGo. uh not mm. all of them yet just the ones that I've used today. Um, and how many browsers do you use? Multiple? Well, I have like I have multiple different devices. devices but yeah. I guess okay. Cool. And then it's I, like I, you do web design and have to test things on multiple browsers. Too. That's also the case. Ah, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so I've done that, uh, and I'm doing that, and then I'm waiting until June to uh, see what happens with uh, basically what iOS 13 is going to do with Apple Mail. Because I want to migrate away from Gmail. And all of this is Mm. kind of in an effort to just make it less likely that companies know more about me than I know about me. Uh, Not because I think they are doing anything nefarious, or even because I think they will be doing anything nefarious, but simply because something nefarious could happen. Which is a different thing from being paranoid, I think. It's more like, I I said this in the Slack, it's more like not putting your glass of milk on the edge of the table. Like, something bad could happen. And if I just move my glass to the middle of the table, now it's less likely to be knocked off by somebody walking by or whatever. Um, You've never had cats, have you? (laughs) I have had cats. I'm a a cat Ah. person. I mean, David Tennant wouldn't think I'm a cat person. He, He knows cat people. That's true. Anyway, all of that to say, this actually doesn't bother me. The the hmm. like it will bother me when it gets to the point where it knows me. Like if they start using and the the article specifically says they don't use facial recognition. What they're using is uh basic basic things like, oh, he's a male, he's about six two, he wears glasses, maybe hair colors coming into it, and they're using that to to predict what I what I might be interested in and show me ads. That doesn't really bother right. me because the data is not stored yet. 
Do you think the data, I bet the data is stored just maybe on facial recognition data. Does that make sense? Yeah, maybe it's not. not it's, maybe not. It's, it's not indexed, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah, like on you. Yeah. Yeah, not personally identifiable sort of stuff. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because the data... So that, that obviously, is, they're going to they're gonna have metrics, metrics on how well this thing performs when they have certain settings turned on and off. And they want to know if it's working because those LCD right. screens are cheaper than glass or more expensive than glass doors. <laughs> I said that backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, uh, the day that that a, a store says that oh yeah and we know you're david and it, like, just like what you were talking about in minority report the day that that happens is the day i stop going to that store like that's <laughs> that's a bridge too far for me i'm not hmm. i'm not cool with like physical locations knowing that i frequent them and it's not because of people hmm. mm-hmm. don't worry they already know it because of your your phone <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i, I don't I, have don't an worry. android phone unlike some people <laughs> Oh hey hey Tank. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I don't have one anymore. I do have an Android tablet, but don't have an oh, Android. Yeah, phone. I forgot about that. Yeah. I so did, anyway, I did read you... I did read something recently though. I mean, I don't know the details of it. Um so anyway, it said that um it was talking about how with anonymous data it can be de anonymized. Like in a city context, they know your your age, your gender that you're in that area at this time and probably not just based off like one store's data maybe they'd have to get a lot of them i didn't Mm. i didn't really read the whole thing i think it was based more off of one of those like a more of a a tech generation city maybe not yeah Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't read the full article but more just the title (laughs) (laughs) So you're basically saying TL, TLDR, but you don't know what that is? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was too long. I didn't read it. So anyway, there was an article, and it was on the internet. You guys might want to look it up. Uh, Somebody had an opinion. Exactly. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so, Tanko, what are your this thoughts? This is anonymous, right? <laughs> now it is. But we can we can rebuild it. Um. So Tank, what are your thoughts on the on the whole cameras in the in the refrigerator thing? Yeah, I thought um so this was these articles were originally posted by uh by Paul Brown in the Slack and his associated comment with it was um that's fine his uh his associated comment with it was when opting into a digital tracking service means walking through the refrigerator aisle. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought that was really a good point because even what, you know, a lot of the arguments that we talked about, um, or, you know, what we mentioned in the, the previous couple of episodes when we were talking about ads and privacy was that we arguably don't have to use these services. We don't have to use Facebook or Google. Um, we can use DuckDuckGo. We can kill our Facebook and Instagram and all those things. Um, but once you start getting to this point, um, even if it's not, um, even if it's anonymous, uh, especially if it becomes not anonymous, um, then it becomes, you can't go to stores, but what if all the stores have them? Uh, then you have to go to like the, the, the dark stores. I don't know, like the dark web, but use the dark <laughs> stores to get your or ice just cream. like a farmer's market. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that'd work too. What I'll do is to remain anonymous. I'll just do all my purchasing through Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> um 
I knew I shouldn't so, have given you my Amazon account info, Joe. <laughs> Valid point. That that makes it uh, more variable, though. It's like they think that you two together <laughs> make one person, so it's neither one of you. It's yeah, brilliant. but I keep getting all this My Little Pony ads. and <laughs> He's not um, wrong. I guess the only other way to opt out would be if you wanted to go to that store would be like wear the trench coat and the hat and the glasses and then they can't well, really anyway, track any yeah. of those <laughs> change, your, change your, uh, your height by wearing random shoe sizes or whatever. But, so I thought that was a good point. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And that's, that is the, like that really, that, like even what you're saying there, I think is it's really about the tracking. It's not so much, I mean, stores do this. You posted a video uh, in the discussion that was kind of this idea of stores nudging you. And the, the perfect example uh, from that video, I thought was the, the teeth, uh, basically the, the aisle in the grocery store. Uh, some stores are doing this thing where they make the, the aisle more reflective so that you can see yourself in in the reflection on the on the walls of the aisle or on various various furnishings in the aisle uh (laughs) and so you look at yourself and you see your teeth and you're like oh oh i'm a human my teeth are not perfectly white and you're more likely then to buy the the white uh toothbrush or Mm. toothpaste the whitening toothpaste that's what i'm trying to say um And this just seems like a slightly more advanced version of that where like, and, and they're already doing it. Like presumably the, the objects that are on the higher shelf are things that taller people are more likely to be interested in. I mean, they have to be, right. they're probably they the doing things, that with clothing, you know, they put hmm. the things that kids like down on the lower shelves so they can pick them up and take them to their parents and say, I want this. And yes, you never yes. go into a grocery store and have milk front and center milk and those, those, items that people run into the grocery store for real quick are always in the back of the store because they want you to go through the store Mm. and pass all the other products before you get your milk. I actually remember the grocery store that was like half a mile from where, from where I lived growing up. Uh, That store had this little, like it was just a mini refrigerated section with all that stuff that people run in to grab. They're no Mm -hmm. longer in business. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. That's exactly it. Yeah, the uh, it it there's it's kind of almost like in some ways it kind of pulls back into what are we talking? Are we talking about the the data privacy and that aspect of it? Are we talking about this kind of philosophically as a dark pattern, kind of like a UX dark pattern of uh, getting people to do things that they don't necessarily? It's not necessarily the best for them, but it's the best for the store. You know, right. Mm-hmm. So those are those are kind of the two sides of this discussion, and that's, that I see offhand. And that's such a, I don't know, it's such a nuanced discussion because like mm-hmm. people who are smart about buying things and stick to a budget and, and are, are are far less likely to walk into the store, even greeted with an ad that is customized directly to them. Like, oh, you know, white people with beards and who wear glasses love powerade like and you walk in and like all the things turn to powerade i'm, I'm <laughs> making actually it's really so delicious really my yeah. example should be craft beer <laughs> <laughs> so so you walk in and everything changes to craft beer like i shouldn't be buying more craft beer than i knew, normally would if i'm a smart person who sticks to a budget for such things um but it's tricky because if you like 
it's handy for me as somebody who sticks to a budget to come in and see, oh, everything switched to craft beer. That actually was what I was interested in. And look, I've never tried this kind before. And and for some reason, it knew I, I don't like IPAs because it could tell by the glimmer in my eye. And now I'm getting <laughs> greeted with, you know, things that I would actually like. Like, that's useful. But that's, for me, a nice pattern. And for somebody who has less self-control and who maybe isn't as structured about their buying habits, which, by the way, I'm sure I'm vulnerable to some of this stuff. Um, no, 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 no. For sure, if you think you're not vulnerable, you're 100% not vulnerable to it. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> anyway, for for somebody <laughs> like like there there are there are whole classes of people that this definitely works for. People with low mm. incomes, for example, when they get to the grocery checkout, like it is a documented fact that they are much more likely to buy a candy bar because mm. they've had to make all this there's this concept called decision fatigue. Um mm. Whereas as you're going through the grocery store, if you're having to stick to that budget um, and you're saying, oh, no, we can't buy this cereal or whatever and, and go back through and put things back because you're so low income, then when you get to the when you get to the checkout aisle, this idea of a candy bar as a treat is way more appealing and you have very mm-hmm. little uh, decision making willpower left to to actually say no to that. So th- this is definitely a thing that happens. But for people who have less decision fatigue or for people who are more disciplined about their buying habits these things aren't dark patterns they're like oh that's nice i was looking for that so it's i don't know it's difficult hmm. yeah that was the the video that i um shared uh, to look at when called all this nudging um and it's it's main point at the ending was that idea of you know this doesn't work on a hundred percent of people these tactics and because if it did work on a hundred percent of people then we would probably say this is definitely bad like we shouldn't do this um but therefore when do we draw the line is like 99 percent of people okay because it's not forcing people to um it's only 99 percent effective so one percent could resist it and you just kind of, it would be really difficult to find the percentage because likely most people don't think that they're being psychologically nudged into making a, making a certain decision. Um, but yeah, the, the higher the percentage of effectiveness, probably the happier the, the sellers are both the store and the advertisers, but the unhappy, well, maybe, maybe not unhappier, but I'm not sure how how the customers would really feel about it but i guess the the philosophers who are sitting here thinking about it probably the unhappier they would become um <laughs> and and yeah this this whole uh the refrigerators and and of course refrigerators would just be the start if this became super effective then uh <laughs> pokemon uh <laughs> if if this became a very effective way to get people to um buy things then i'm sure stores would become more like this as much as possible Mm. yeah for sure i mean that's you kind of have to trace that down but things if they make a lot of money for companies it's pretty tough for companies to resist using that sort of Mm. technology yeah it's i think an interesting facet of this is like people have this is not new and and like the idea of having people in your store walking around talking to people saying you want to buy a watch um, has been like a thing forever. And those people are typically really good at finding the right kinds of conversation starters and the right Mm. kind, like, like they're playing conversation. Like you play a chess game, you know, like, Oh, knight, knight to bishop, you know, knight, knight to 
I don't actually know chess code. Never mind that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Castle Kingside, whatever. Uh, the um, so 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 they're doing this already, and they're trying to manipulate people to buy the thing. But the I don't know the the last like few months I've been thinking about this this concept that like our brains are this weird thing about us as humans that are highly 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 influenceable influ influenceable influenza yes that's it they're uh, highly Ebola. influenza and Ebola <laughs> Ebola um, <laughs> influenza Ebola. Uh, and and oftentimes we have no idea that we are being influenced. We just like like I th there are documented studies that show like doctors can hand somebody a pill and say this is going to make you you know it's it's going to make your allergies better for the next two weeks, but you will throw up for a half an hour. And it's a sugar <coughs> pill, and they go throw up for a half an hour, and then their allergies are better for two weeks. And it's like <laughs> why? Because he was wearing a lab coat. Like for crying out loud, what what is wrong with me as a person that like this is how I work? This is this is like mm. a bug in the firmware. Um, it, it's it's uh, cross site scripting, and and it bothers me. But it's also like that's always been the case. It has always been the case that people. Like people have always figured out how to do this to other people. And and honestly, we can use it for good or we can use it for bad. The new thing is that we're way, way, way better at tracking it. We've we've we have developed as a society the the techniques and data storing capacities and data sorting capacities to be able to show how effective something is. Right. And so I mean, really ultimately, I don't think that the data should tell us this is wrong. Like it's wrong to manipulate people because like one of the articles said, you're doing that all the time. Uh, no, this was the video that pointed it out. You're, you're manipulating people all the time. Like, like even if you try to arrange your store in, in a way so that everything is uh, as easy to find as possible, like that's also manipulating people. And just the fact that you put cat food next to dog food might make people who own a cat decide to buy a dog. Like, whoops. Um, <laughs> and so the question is, when you're doing it on purpose, are you trying to point the person to a good thing or a bad thing? Like, like, are you loving your neighbor with your manipulation? <laughs> also a valid title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's, um, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, it's like the Apple watch philosophy of like, you know, can you gamify, uh, What's that say? Instead of the, the Tamagotchis, you had the Tamagotchis and there was a stupid animal you were trying to keep alive. Mm. And then in Apple Watch, you're the stupid animal you're trying to keep alive. <laughs> yeah. So uh, sort of thing where you can take some of these some of these philosophies and some of these principles and use them for good. I mean, by the same token, you could have a, you know, a company could uh, could be, you know, Walgreens could say, you know, really what people need to be drinking is this, uh, this lower calorie, lower sugar thing that's uh, really yummy, but we can't get people to, to get it because they always want to get a Coke. So why don't we use these tools to kind of push them towards these healthier options, you know, and it Diet could be for people. Lights. Exactly. Uh, that's people. It. Yeah, anyway. And just thinking about it, it's interesting. Um, like, part of me says, no, that's not right, because we don't want to just 
trick people into a better option, you want to change the reasons why they're going to the bad option. Um, like if you just, it's just like putting up a wall and saying, Hey, you can't go get what you want because there's a wall here. Now you have to go for something else. And like, that seems, you know, shouldn't we educate people to want the, want the good thing or shouldn't I want to be educated to want the good thing and not to want to, not to need the wall. But I guess to some degree, a lot of our society is built up, um, I mean, when talking about food, especially, um, the wall is decided, what we're being pointed to is decided by advertisers Mm. and the advertisers are the ones who had enough money to buy ads usually. And those are the ones that we paid in the first place. So I guess we chose wrong to begin with. And I don't know, um, (laughs) just kind of verbal processing there, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess as I look at it, um, there's behavior modification, um, which seems like manipulating people into wanting the good thing, but they're wanting the good thing for the wrong reason. And then there would be like more heart change. I don't know what the other word for that would be, um, where they want the right thing for the right reason. Um, but I guess to a level, both are necessary because if you can't to get people to stop wanting the bad thing, probably need help taking a break from the bad thing. Mm. That's probably what this is all about for the most part, just trying to modify people's behavior to better behaviors. It's not about making money, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this under uh, underscore is, and I'm going to say this and somebody's going to freak out. Most of the libertarians are going to freak out, but, but don't worry, there's, there's qualifying statements coming. But this is really the fundamental problem of capitalism. Like, like mm. the problem is that, that they're the only people... <clears throat> There's a lot of stuff that you have to do to make sure that you are always doing what is best for yourself. Right? Like like that you are eating correctly, not uh you know, not eating too much of this, not eating too much of that, getting the right amount of exercise, getting not spending too much time on your phone, getting the right amount of sleep. Like we as humans are high maintenance organisms and making yeah. sure and 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 then there's spiritual needs, making sure that you know, you're reading good good books that are that are nourishing you and also spending time in the word and also praying like and the 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 problem with capitalism is that there is nobody that that nobody's your babysitter right that 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 there's nobody saying that because putting tons of sugar something in something appeals to endorphins in our brains uh and and makes companies like coca-cola tons and tons of money like there's nobody stepping in and saying you can't do that that's not good for people and so you know you can't do that and and because the effects of these of these not good for you things take so long to take effect like like it takes a while to develop diabetes the consumer like the the free market doesn't step in and immediately put coca-cola out of business because if if coca-cola started putting strychnine in their in in their drinks like the free market would solve that problem right like people would notice like well yeah my my dad and my mom and my brother all all drank coca-cola and they died so i'm not going to drink coca-cola and then Mm coca-cola would go out of business also their customers died (laughs) But, but but something like diabetes like that it's hard to pin directly it's hard to say and i drink soda on occasion for whatever it's worth like i don't think that it's all bad 
uh, but I also don't drink it anywhere <laughs> near every day or even every week. Um, mm. But I don't know. Like the beautiful thing about capitalism, and this is the qualifier to what I'm saying, is that if if you have a vendor that really cares about the people that they're selling to and exists not just to make money, but also to help other people. Like, can you imagine a world where that was how the world worked? Was everybody, yeah, I need to provide for myself, but my services exist not just for that purpose, but also to make other people's lives better. Like, wouldn't that be a great world to live in? Then capitalism is is the perfect thing because because now I don't have to I don't have to know everything about nutrition because I can actually trust my grocer to only provide goods that are, you know, to to, to help me find goods anyway that are good for me. Um mm-hmm. But obviously, we don't live in a world like that right now. <laughs> well, I think uh, to me, the most troubling aspect of it is is exactly the comment um, that uh, that was made in the Slack of communicating that you're opting into some sort of a, some sort of a tracking software, even if that tracking software is anonymized and doesn't, you know, doesn't take your uh you know doesn't store pictures of you and doesn't know that you're the one that came in but just going to your grocery store there's there's i mean there's going to basically they're saying your implicit opt-in is it's kind of like on a website when it says well you go to this website but if you we do this and if you want to if you don't want to continue doing this leave this website (laughs) you know (laughs) this is the option that's what we do on this site so if you're here you're implicitly saying that I agree to this. And of course, GDPR and some of that stuff, some of the uh, privacy laws that have come down are changing that where you actually have to explicitly opt in instead of implicitly. Um, but I'm not sure how they're going to handle that in a uh, real world, you know, real physical brick and mortar store situation. Like if there's, you know, they'll have to, you have to sign something when you come in the store <laughs> or how they, how they will handle that aspect. And I thought one thing that was even interesting is, what you were saying, David, was is that not so much that the people will do something wrong with the data, kind of like what you were talking about more with uh, the DuckDuckGo thing and whatnot, but that something bad can happen because the data is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like the person who wrote the one article talking about the store in New York City that they went to to see this, they talked to a representative there. There was actually somebody standing there explaining what it was and uh, saying, you know, what was going on in in the explanation to this writer she said oh yeah no we're we have that capability but we're not using it the cameras aren't on and then the writer found out uh actually no they were on <laughs> the 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 representative there he doesn't didn't think she was being deceitful just didn't know mm-hmm. that it was that it was in fact on and was actively recording that data so that's uh that that's my concern is just because we live in a uh fallen world uh, where there are just foolishness and failures in how people's data is, are handled. And then there are bad players that are actively trying to uh, get that data and use it for nefarious purposes. That's um, it's just one more data point. That's somewhat troubling. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where I land with it. Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm with you. If, if, if it gets to the point where they are actually doing like cuz right now i don't think that i would call it tracking it's more like uh profile context based ads yeah profiling based ads 
and I, I don't know why I, this just occurred to me. Like, do you guys really think Walmart's not already doing that with their security cameras? I mean, they're, they're not that they have screens everywhere, but that they're not like shuffling things around, noticing that like, oh, like single moms tend to go for this kind of thing. And so if we put it here, they're more likely to find it or whatever. Like, I'm mm. sure this is already happening just without the screens, right? Entirely possible. Yeah, entirely possible. I mean, it seems Assuming crazy the to me. technology exists. Yeah, it seems crazy to me that Walmart would not be doing that. I mean, I, I would bet that Walmart knows how many cashiers to have open at a given time to optimize for candy bar buys. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, true. Yeah. Now I'm just uncomfortable about going to all stores, even the ones without the, the glowy refrigerators. <laughs> title. Yeah, that is the question. What do we... Is there anything that can be done? I mean, you could say, well, just do it all online and then Amazon knows all the information and... Yeah. <laughs> Just go to the farmer's market, I guess, as you suggested. <laughs> Just go to your local dairy farm, buy your gallons of milk. Mm-hmm. Or this Unless is... they have cameras on their cows. <laughs> That's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> it would be a moving violation. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Man, we're really milking this for all it's worth. That's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Make Don't have tough. a cow, Joe. I just did. And it was delicious, by the way. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> okay, we're done with that uh, poll. So maybe there is a listener out there who has worked at a Walmart or some such store as that who could tell us whether or not they're already tracking us. And also, maybe there are listeners out there who have other opinions on why they think I might be a closet liberal or libertarian <laughs> or something like that. Or libertarian. If you have... A- or a liberal terrier. Anyway, go on. If you are a dog that wants to take everybody's money and distribute it to the poor or have other opinions, then you should join us on the Slack. You can join us on Slack by going to slack.techreformation.com. Or you could go to our website, www.techreformation.com. Why would they do that, Joe? Because we'd have show notes and things like that stuff it's true it's Just true stuff it's there. all up there <laughs> we also track every visitor that comes to our website and we want to make sure we can use that data in the future for our make robot sure your robots. webcam is on <laughs> this has been the tech reformation thank you for listening and we'll see you again next week Show!